back with Vershawn Jackson, powered by Bauer, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, we want to tell you, appreciate DP for just giving us that practice report. Very, 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 very educational and meaningful. Um, I mean, informational. I appreciate that. I feel like I was at practice. Yeah, that was good stuff. That That was good stuff. I I was going to be selfish and hold him on, but I was like, you know, that probably shouldn't. That probably shouldn't do that. That probably shouldn't do that. So, shout out to the Lady Huskers again playing in the Super 16 today. Uh, can't wait until uh, they pull off this big win against KU and go on to eight and have a chance to play for the championship. Yeah, we got Rico says, down there. Huh? So Rico's traveling to uh, re- traveling to Lawrence right now. He's going to take that game in Puerto Lawrence. Rico. Yeah. He's going to be like a reporter? Yeah. He's got all access? Oh, well, as much as they're giving, yeah. I wonder what they're going to do. What are you doing here, little man? <laughs> so they're going to ask him, what are you doing here, little man? Oh, well, he's from Nebraska. You know what the Nebraska means. He's going to say, the plane, the plane. <laughs> uh, Willie says, man, that was an excellent, great work, DP. Yeah, man, we appreciate that, man. We appreciate that, man. Y'all go ahead and uh, hit the text line, man. Hit the text line up. Shout out to the people on the stream, Twitter, Twitter Twitch, Facebook. YouTube, all that good stuff. We want to tell y'all, thank y'all for rocking with me and the Boxster. Buck, what do you got? Well, I just wanted to ask you this, and I know it, 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 this comes up uh, every so often, and it, 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 there's a rare exception uh, for what I'm what I'm trying to say here, though. Would you would you uh, consider moving the NFL draft age up? Uh, a, a, an NFL scout was at the Ohio State Pro Day um, the other day. Um, which was yesterday, watching Marvin Harrison Jr. run routes. He's just trying to get a jump on on getting you know scouts involved, scouts interested. Um, so he was running at pro day. Uh, the 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 scout described it as like window shopping at a Lamborghini dealership for the model that doesn't come out until next year. Um, so I mean that's how high people think of Marvin Harrison Jr. If he came out, if Caleb Williams came out, those are top five picks. Again, very rare exceptions. Most guys, you know, need to mature physically and you know have three years in in college to get ready for the draft. Would would you consider making an exception, or would that be a big problem? The NBA's had problems with it for years because, yeah, some guys can jump from high school, and they used to have you know certain guys jump from high school, but a lot of them, you know, you know, and and, and for studs like Kobe and and Kevin Garnett, it worked, but a lot of them just got completely lost. So it's one of those deals where if you make the rule, uh, you move the age up, it might help a few guys, but it's probably going to hurt uh, a you know more of them that that think they're ready to come out and aren't ready. It's going to hurt 98% of them. Their body's not ready yet. Yeah. You get to the NFL, you're playing against grown men that have been, that played college football and been in the NFL for 10 years. And then here you're going to come straight from high school. No, you're going to get broke up and your career is going to get cut short. Well, in, in for football, there's no coming straight from high school, but I'm saying like a Caleb Williams or a Marvin Harrison Jr., um, they'd up. be top. They'd be top round picks. That that's where it's hard. Like Jadavian Clowney was a big deal when he came out because it was like he would he would be the number one pick this year. 
mean, I get it, but still, it's the same thing. I, I know they don't. It, you, you still, to me, is different from basketball to football because football is physical. It's more. It's a lot more physical than basketball is. And so if your body is not developed, if you're not done growing, at 18 years old, I don't know. There's one person, maybe two, but one for sure, that I felt like body was developed enough that he should have started, and that's Lawrence Phillips. Mm. That's it, and that's all. Grant Winstrom, I think he was another one, but not on the level of a, a Lawrence Phillips. You know what I mean? A man-child, if you will. It was a bunch of us, right? But I'm talking about an elite yeah. man-child that's able to go from high school to excelling on a Power 5 level. That stuff is unheard of sometimes. Can it be done? Absolutely. But more so it's going to be done after year two and three than it will be done going straight to the league. I said it's Grant Winstrom. <laughs> now, I can call him Grant Simpstrom, but then some people going to have a problem with that and going to run back and tell him that I said I called him Grant Simpstrom. I wonder, well, tell him. I wonder if it's the same people trying to correct you, um, not knowing your nickname for Grant Winstrom. Grant Winstrom. <laughs> they don't understand that. No. <laughs> they want me to say Wistrom. I don't want to say Wistrom. Yeah. I want to say Osborne. Just like I want to say Winstrom. Grant has never told me, hey, VJ, you're saying it wrong. <laughs> and we've been at a lot of autograph sessions together. He has never told me that. Yeah. Yeah. You still so think you could take him in knocker ball? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to have I the mean, confidence. I mean, listen, me and Grant, block, I had to block him every day in practice. Oh, yeah. I, Grant was a freshman. Grant was nowhere in the vicinity of me when I was when I had to be on scout team. He was nowhere in the ballpark. Okay? 93, we had Trev Alberts, Dante Jones. Uh, uh, um, who else was over there on that end spot? Um Travis Hill was gone, I think. Was Travis Hill still there? Um, who else did we have over there? Come on, man. Help me help. Dwayne Harris, mm, Debo. Oh, yeah. These are all guys that I had to block every day in practice. Okay. Grant Winston came in soaking wet 215 pounds, 6'5. Mm. I've been blocking people like him. That he wasn't Grant Winstrom didn't become he was Grant Winstrom the motor, but Grant Winstrom the man. The myth, the legend, didn't come into his own own really until like 94, 95. Really 95, but 94 he was playing. 93 he was playing. Scout team, 94 he was getting in, getting some time. 95 he was balling. Yeah. Okay, so I I, I can't take anything of Jared Thomas. There it is. Appreciate that anonymous oh, yeah, guy, fan. You. Right? So when you when you grow up blocking those four guys, Grant Winstrom, although great player, great player. In practice, me and Grant probably had to see each other 50 times of practice when we were both, when I finally made it up to the ones and twos, mm -hmm. you see. But before that, buddy, I had to block the Trev Albers of the world. I had to block all these great rush ends of the world. That's how they knew a little bitty old dude, number 34, tight end, could block. 
That's the only reason why I play, Bach. Don't get it twisted, Bach. It's not normal to have a six-foot tight end, is it? No. That's not normal. So the only reason why I played is we didn't have another tight end that was 6'5", and that much better than me. <laughs> okay? Because if he, the Dork Roys of the world or some of these other guys was better than me, you would have never heard of a Rashawn Jackson. But the cupboards were bare. <laughs> we had Tim Carpenter. The best blocker out of the bunch. You had Sheldon Jackson, the best catcher out of the bunch. And then you have Rashawn Jackson, probably a mixture of all of it, right? Mm-hmm. But I excelled at blocking. I, 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 I excelled at blocking. I excelled at, catch, at after the catch, running the ball after the catch, with the exception of you got to catch the ball first. I forgot that, okay? <laughs> I forgot that part. So you don't want to you don't want to forget, you know, to catch the ball because it doesn't matter what you do if you didn't catch the ball. Bob. Yeah. Anyway, well, I just I just always I guess when I was and and too when I was younger I guess that was my I wasn't really football aware I suppose for his younger years. Um, by the time I was kind of paying attention, he was he was that guy. You you talk about a motor. Um, there's a lot of guys back then with, with great motors. I mean, like Kyle Vandenbosch, Grant Wistrom. Uh, but, I mean, his, his motor really went off. And he was uh, back-to-back Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year and Lombardi Award winner. I mean, that's why his, his name's up there, Memorial Stadium. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't say that, he's, that people kind of forget how good he was, but, you know, I, maybe his name gets lost in the conversation from time to time. I don't know how you could. I think if you had yeah. to – if I had – I told you, if I had to pick one of the greatest defensive players – Based on what he did in college mm. and in the pros, Grant, you, you, I don't think you can go past Grant Winstrom. Yeah, can you? Who I, would you pick over Grant Winstrom if you talk about career in college and pros? Text lines open four zero two four six four five six on the defensive line for Nebraska. Defensive period. Yeah. The whole mm. defense history of Nebraska football. I know they're going. A lot of people might say Glover. I don't know how long Glover played in the NFL, but I know Grant Winston won a couple championships, one for sure. I thought a couple because I thought he won one with Seattle as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So who else would you put in that category? And Damakon Sue, Nate says Sue. And Damakon Sue didn't win any championships in college. Keep in mind, Grant, how many games? Let me ask this question. How many games did Grant lose in college? Uh Probably just the two, then 96. That's it? Yeah. Three-time national champ just like you. Yeah, but I'm saying his record is 49-2 and Mm. for his four-year career. I think Sue is a definite two. I think Neil Smith is a definite three. I think Vandenbosch is up there as well. But none of them can compare winning championships and then winning championships in in the league. So, uh, Wistrom, too, he, I don't think he was there for the Seattle championship, but he was there for the Rams in 98, his rookie year. Okay, well. So, they got, how long did he play in the league? Uh, let me look here. Um, so, actually, when you when you look at it, he won, so he won in 94, 95, 97, and 98. Uh, so, that's a pretty good run of championships for him. He played from 98 to 2006. Eight years. Yeah. So, I mean, Neil Smith, like I said, you could put him up there. But if nice. you were, were keep in mind, we are um, 
we are saying we're taking body of work from and I I think Grant won some high school championships, but we're taking body of work from college and pros. So here, if we take in body of work from college and pros, who's the best running back in Nebraska history? College and pros? Yep. I think you'd go with Amon Green, but it depends on how much you care for the USFL stats that Mike Rozier put up. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to necessarily buy that one. I mean, when how long did, did, did uh, Mike play, though? Uh, let me look here. Um, because he was actually – so he played two years in the USFL um, and had 1,300 yards his second year there uh, and then played in the NFL for about seven years. And he, I mean, he just did not have the NFL career that Amon Green did. But, um, well, I mean, I and, and then the you got to think, well, they didn't win any championships either. Yeah. See, I keep going back to that because I'm not just going off of stat guys. I'm going off of who won the most games. Who was more, you don't, listen, you don't remember Nebraska football because we just won games. You could, most people couldn't even tell you the games that we won. They'll tell you the big games. But they couldn't tell you all of the games that we won in my career. 60 games, 60 games, three losses. And I can guarantee you some people, the real Husker fans can. But some people couldn't tell you about those games. They just, we don't we don't look. But they can tell you about those championships. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, man, it get a little crazy. The captain gets crazy. Turn it up a little, Bob. He gets crazy when... Football's playing. <laughs> right, Bob? Yeah, it's great. Spring football is here. The countdown to beating Minnesota is on. I'm going to let you throw it to break because I know you're going to sound better than me. <laughs> All right. You're listening to the captain here on 93.7 The Ticket. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't go anywhere. Crazy. 